Welcome to the Happy Mama Village podcast with Brian and Annie, a podcast about mamas, for mamas, and by mamas. Welcome back, mamas. This is episode 23. We are your host, Brian Zelensky and Annie Henderson. It's great to be back in our village where we talk about all things pertaining to happy mamas, like relationships, parenting, self-care, crying in your closet, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. (laughs) Don't forget while you're listening to join our Facebook page, you can join our group at thehappymamavillage.com. Yes, definitely. Hey, Hey. (laughs) it's It's mama tip time. time. (laughs) All right. So I have the one for today with school starting back. There are so many ways to get things done and I am all about making things efficient and easier on myself. Although I will disguise it as (laughs) helping my child be more responsible. (laughs) Is that fair? (laughs) Oh, nice. So so this one is about making lunches. Now, I you could say I have it pretty easy. I have one kiddo. Uh, but I still <laughs> do not enjoy making lunches every day. No, so you don't? Years, what? No, no. It's not my favorite. So years ago, <laughs> we decided to Mondays, we would just set up the whole kind of buffet of <laughs> ingredients And we would just make (laughs) sandwiches for the week, get the carrots and the pretzels and water, everything ready to go. That way, the morning of, we're not scrambling, we're not late because, oh, we forgot to make lunch. It's just grab it from the fridge, put it in, you are ready to go. And now that my daughter is possibly too old for... for a note in her lunchbox <laughs> that's you know that saves a little bit of time as well are you are we ever too old for that come on i i, I believe it was last year i put one in and it was out before she left <laughs> she was like please don't do that she didn't say that but i i guess she read it and was like check and i was like oh, okay i got it you don't even have to say anything oh <laughs> you can write me notes Aww. in my lunch if you want i'll send them to you <laughs> Um, what about you? What do you do for, for y'all's lunches? You know, normally it's the morning of. Last year, I think almost every day last school year, I was rushing to make lunches for my kids the morning of, which You're is probably... It, well, no, it's just, <laughs> uh, it, it's probably not the best thing for a lot of reasons. One, because they should be taking some responsibility themselves. I should be teaching them to fish, not fishing for them, as my husband likes to say. Or, and it, and it also just kind of makes the morning a little bit more crazy stressful than maybe it could be. So I really like that idea about, okay, the beginning of the week, you do it together. It's together time. Yeah. Put on some some music. music. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's a good, and it's a good, it's good for bonding. I mean, I will, I will help out too if, you know, if I'm available and um, she likes it. She is all about doing stuff if we're kind of all involved or all doing something as well. Yeah. 
Yeah, I like that. I like that mama tip. Well, thank you. I hope it's helpful. to. I hope some people get like a smidge of time back. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I'm going to give that a try. Thank you, Annie. You're so welcome. Okay, well, that is our mama tip for the week. Back to the show. Okay, so Annie, today we've i'm i'm a little nervous i'm not gonna lie <laughs> oh, no. so i'm a little i'm a little anxious about this one it's got my blood pressure up <laughs> so it's controversial parenting topics part one. Oh goodness you're a glutton <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes for punishment and other things so i recently on facebook i had a friend who is um really 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 into uh, anti-vaccinations and stuff. And she had a post and I was just really surprised how heated the conversations got. And it made me think like, hey, maybe we should like... <laughs> you wanted some of that heated? <laughs> yeah. So I, I thought we would like just jump into the deep end and it would give us a chance to talk about some of these topics that you see online, you see on Facebook and and see if we maybe start a conversation, you know, with with ourselves. Plus, maybe carry it over to our our Facebook group. I think that's a great idea, and we can do yeah. it in a non heated fashion. Definitely, we'll see. We'll see. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, this is <laughs> this is my disclaimer for everyone listening. Here's the deal. We are really, really, really nice people. (laughs) I don't know if you know that about us, but we are. We're really nice people, and this is just our opinion. Like, we're just giving you our opinions. They may be educated opinions. They may be uneducated opinions, but they're our opinions. And my commitment is that I'm just going to tell the truth. I'm going to be honest. I'm, I may not say it the most politically correct way. I might not. <laughs> I, I'm just going to be myself. And this is me, and this is just how I feel. And I know, Annie, you know, you're a lot nicer person than I am, so you're not going to have a problem with this. <laughs> not but- true. Not true. <laughs> I I know that I'm super opinionated. I have my opinions, you know, but the deal is this is just how I see the world and everybody sees the world their way. And I think that's what's important to think about is that I come from my perspective because of things I've been through and you haven't been through those things. And I haven't been through the same things as the lady down the street. And so we shouldn't judge each other. You know, this is just exactly. my opinion. If you don't like it, I'm really sorry. If you do like <laughs> it, well, that's great. You can let me know. <laughs> okay, so with that disclaimer out of the way, Annie, are you ready? All right. Yes. To get started. Okay, I'm going to, uh, we're going to start with a softball question. I'm going to throw it up and you're going to knock it out of the ballpark. Easy question. Okay. Okay. Hair color for kids. So natural Mm. colors, like highlights, and or rainbow crazy colors. What's your opinion on kids? Like how old should they be? Is that acceptable, unacceptable? What do you think? I think think nine months is when... You should go full rainbow mohawk, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. 
Actually, that'd be kind of cool <laughs> when their old man hair falls out after being a newborn. <laughs> yes. Um, so all I have to speak of is just experience. I didn't touch my hair until I was probably in high school. Uh, and that goes with cutting and anything. I wanted to just blend in. <laughs> okay. My daughter has asked to color her hair before. Um, not natural colors. She does have some beautiful blonde hair. Um, and she wanted to, last year, dye her hair blue. Okay. Uh, which which I was a little scared. I was a little nervous. And she showed me some pictures, and it was just like the bottom kind of tips in uh-huh. an inch or so. And it would be, you know, either cut off or grown out by the time school started. So I was like, you know what? It's nothing crazy. It's a great time to experiment and just let her let her do her thing. And I was glad okay. that she, you know, felt comfortable asking. Uh, I was not the one that took her. So she came back and there was a lot more blue and it was some <laughs> dark blue. <laughs> I freaked out a little bit in my head. <laughs> uh, but it, with all the swimming and stuff, it faded pretty quickly and... It was ultimately, it was perfectly fine. But I know as someone who's been in education that some schools do have rules about colors of hairs and if it's distracting and all that stuff. So be sure if you suddenly want to jump on board and and start coloring some hair that it is okay with the school. That's a good good tip. Good mama tip right there. about (laughs) you? Well, this is something that is has come up this summer for with both of my girls. So I feel like I'm kind of in the thick of this one. So <laughs> so this is like top of you're mind. Just, you're just setting up podcasts for your own questions, I, I aren't am, you? I am. <laughs> just so I can work through That's my funny. own issues. Um, <laughs> very self-serving. Um, so my youngest daughter... Brooklyn, when she was younger, she had really light, you know, blondish hair, which was very surprising because me and her dad, neither one have um, light hair. We both have very dark hair. So I don't know really where she got that from, but she had lighter hair and she still thinks of herself as a blonde, even though as she's gotten mm-hmm. older, her hair has gotten darker. She still thinks of herself as a blonde. And so she was wanting some highlights for her hair, blonde, blonde highlight, so that her hair would be more blonde. And I thought, man, she's just 11. I don't know how I feel about that, you know? And so for me, maybe I'm a little old fashioned. I know it's not the same thing as like getting a boob job or something like that, you know? <laughs> um, but it's altering her appearance and, and it didn't quite sit right with me. And then I, so I had to kind of think about it for a while. And I, yeah. I never want either of my girls or any girl, any boy, anybody to to want to change their appearance because they don't feel good about it. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't want them to think, well, if I just had blonder hair, if I just had bluer eyes, if I just had, you know, less, uh, I don't know what, you know, if I had tanner skin, you know, I don't want them to think in those terms. And want to change, and now she wants to change her hair because she feels like, you know, blonde hair is prettier, you know? Right. I don't want that to be the reason. But if they want to do something like a rainbow color or even a natural color because they think it's fun or exciting or it just helps them express themselves more or, you know, she really sees herself more as a blonde, 
and that's how she wants to see herself, I kind of am like, okay, I can, I can, I can kind of do, I can, I can get behind that, but it's the age I've got like this thing stuck in my head. Like, well, that's too young. You shouldn't, you shouldn't start doing that until you're older. And I know that that's completely, I mean, I don't know why I feel that way, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Well, we've had, we have our stories in our head that we've (laughs) grown up on and that's, that's hard to kind of remedy sometimes but i i love that you didn't just go with your instincts and we're like no (laughs) (laughs) and you thought through it and that it's real intention and all of that yeah so she we did end up lightening her hair we did try sun in uh, at the beginning which was very 1980s (laughs) yes my mom that was a sun in holder (laughs) and would love love to spray me down okay so she wanted your hair to be blonder she, I was also a blondie growing up and then, yeah, just, you know, it gets darker and she wanted me to be a ponytailed blonde girl my whole life. Okay. Okay. <laughs> With long hair. So I, for the longest, I didn't even cut my hair just because I guess my mom had something in her head and I was just, okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. So moving right along. This one's going to be, this next question is going to be a little harder. We're going to jump right into the deep end. Oh, all right. Annie? Yes. How how do you feel about spanking? Dun, dun, dun. Mm, That's a good one. It's a good one. It's a lot harder. I started started you off pretty easy. (laughs) I, uh, yeah, I've. I've seen some uh, family conversations on on that one. I think I had posted something. It was an article that was just well written, and yep, it got some uh, some of my family <laughs> that in, that um, were of the opposite beliefs on this riled up. Okay. It was very interesting. Okay, so with all that being said, I have never spanked my kiddo, um, and it you know I I can't say that that's necessarily right for everyone as as a school counselor and a counselor and all of that kind of stuff I lean heavily towards maybe not the best idea to hit your kid (laughs) but but I know um just growing up we had three very different personalities me and my siblings uh my oldest was I I don't think he was ever diagnosed as ADHD but I think he was he was also a little GT baby he was smart kiddo. And he was getting spankings from everyone. He Aww. got them from the private school. He got them from home. It did not do a bit of good. I, on the other hand, did get some spankings. It was a wooden spoon at my house. And, uh... A spanking spoon. I just... Yeah, that's spanking spoon. Um, and I don't know if it... I don't know. I never had the option or the chance to have something different. So with my kiddo, I uh, we did we did a timeout chair, and I believe we probably started when she was two. <laughs> started her off young. Okay. And I think her dad at the time was doing spankings, and I was like, you know, this here's another option. Like this works really well. She, it's not like she enjoys it. It's not like she goes to her room to go and play and stuff. It's a, a chair, you know, it was just like a chair in like a central location. And she did not enjoy that. But it ended really well. It ended with us having a conversation and hugging and talking about, you know, 
what happened and what could have been done and you know if there was an apology or or amends that needed to happen then there was the opportunity a lot of times with kiddos that if you punish them then instead of thinking about their own own behaviors they will focus on <laughs> being outraged at you <laughs> for punishing okay. them instead of what they can think about. Um, anyway, but that's just, that's my two cents and the choices that I have made. Okay. What about you, Brian? <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I hear your position and I have a counter position. <laughs> you raised me 20. <laughs> so, okay. So I do believe in spanking. I did spank my kids. I didn't have to do it a lot. I wouldn't recommend doing it a lot, but I do hold the opinion that there is a time and a place for it, that, and it really depends on the kid. And it, and this really, I based my parenting a lot on watching what worked and what didn't work for my older sister. So she was the oldest. She had her, her first child was a son. He was very active. He was just always on the move. And she would, you know, if and when he needed a spanking, then it didn't work. It's like my brother. <laughs> it just, it, it wasn't that effective. But if she put him in timeout, and for him, timeout was just putting him in his room behind a baby gate. You know, like he's like two or three years old. <laughs> so it's not even like a real timeout. It was just he had to spend time in his room. But he he was so active. He liked being out and about and doing things that just being stuck in a room was torture. Like you would have thought he was in like a supermax prison or something like some <laughs> sort of like, you know, torture. They were waterboarding him or something. Oh. It was like he he couldn't stand it. And he his behavior would change so quickly if he had time out. But then their next child was a girl who was very well behaved, you know, really good all the time. But time out didn't really work for her because she was kind of okay with being by herself. You know, like <laughs> that wasn't that much of a punishment for her. But the threat of spanking just, you know, she'd come completely unglued, you know, even if you just mentioned it, or even if you looked at her sideways, you know, like you might be mad at her, <laughs> she Aww. would immediately straighten up. So I, I, I got to see how, you know, kids have such different personalities. And so one size fits all doesn't work. You know, at my house, I got more spankings than my three siblings, probably all put together because they are all they're all people pleasers they're all um they're conformist you know they are gonna they're gonna go by the rules that was not so much me that's not my personality shocker <laughs> i i'm a little bit more strong-willed so and i have lots and lots of opinions on things i that got me in trouble a lot so i got lots of spankings my kids, I tried to use spanking as a last resort. I did use timeout, but I love the idea of alternatives. So like when my girls got old enough to be, um, to talk back, like back chat, you know, sassy, mm -hmm. I had what I called sassy spray. <laughs> and 
It was apple cider vinegar in a spray bottle. And if oh, that's hilarious! And if and <laughs> I if, haven't heard that one. And if if they got sassy with me, then I would spray it in their mouth. You know, not their face, <laughs> not like a cat, like you spray a cat. You know, like it's in their it's it's in their mouth. You know, and it tastes bad, and it reminds them like, don't use your mouth that way. You know, don't talk that way. I kind of like. Can that. you imagine if? <laughs> what? Can you imagine if we carried around a bottle of apple apple cider vinegar, I and we di- we we sprayed people that um, were doing bad self talk? <laughs> no, oh my God. no, you don't. <laughs> oh my God. That would be hilarious. That would be funny. That would be funny. So, you know, like you've seen, <laughs> everybody has seen on TV, I mean, on um, Facebook and things like that, the 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 big t-shirt that the parents put the two kids inside of, yes. you know, the fighting t-shirt, yes. you know, uh-huh. or handcuffing two kids together. You know, like I do like stuff like that, you know, because it's an alternative. <laughs> <laughs> to, that sounds right up, right up your alley. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not advocating handcuffing your children to something, but <laughs> <laughs> but I I just like that alternative, you know, to spanking. So it's not always the same thing. I do think that there should be a, a graduation of consequences. So see, okay, we disagreed on that one. We're we're doing okay. There we go. We're okay. Shook hands. <laughs> What about next question? Co-sleeping. Co-sleeping. Um, I, my, hmm. <laughs> That's just when they sleep in in your bed. Yes, yes, like a family gotcha. bed. See, like especially like when they're little, they share the bed with you, and you know everybody sleeps together. Like consistently, consistently, not like uh, they woke up in the middle of the night. Oh, wow. See, that's how unaware I am. Um, uh, all I know is when I have tried to sleep with, you know, my kiddo, she's a little heating blanket. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I know from my nieces and nephews, they do that weird spin thing where <laughs> they don't wake up in the same direction. Yeah, their feet are so in their face. I, I have no personal experience, but it sounds kind of miserable. So, I guess that's what humongo beds are for. <laughs> so cozy being, as from what I understand, it's like... Educate me. I, well, I, I don't ask me to educate you on this because I don't know that much about it. But my I very minimal understanding is just that it's about bonding and, you know... Um, the whole family is together. I, I don't know a whole lot about it. I just know that a lot of people do it, especially with babies. Like they keep the babies in the bed with them instead of putting them in a bassinet or a baby bed. I never wanted to do that because I feel like that's not <laughs> safe. I was always afraid. Right. Like it's I would, scary. it would scary. Like I'd like suffocate the baby or the baby would fall out of the bed or something. I'm too paranoid for stuff like that. But here's why I'm really against the co-sleeping. I get that it's about bonding with the child and the whole family and blah, 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 you know. But (laughs) I, not that those things aren't important, I'm sure they are. However, I think that what's missing oftentimes, especially in new families when you're just starting out having babies, is the relationship between the parents, 
And yes, that I agree. I think very important. I think that is very important. And that should take precedent. I really do over the kids. And my personal, you know, spiritual belief system, my marriage is a commitment between myself and God, my spouse, and and that's going to last forever. He's going to be around for the rest of my life where my kids are going to grow up and start their own families. And while I do have, obviously, I have a responsibility to my kids, you know, and I want to be close to them and I want to bond with them, I can't bond with them and forsake my other commitment. And I think that's where co-sleeping, I think that's the downside of co-sleeping because if your kids are in bed with you, you're not doing other things. You know, that's a a nice way to put it. (laughs) I'm trying. So that's what I guess that's my biggest gripe about co-sleeping is that um, it comes between the parents. Yeah. And if someone listening, if that has been your experience is co-sleeping, we would love to hear your your thoughts and your feedback, because I'm sure there's tons of research to support both sides. And I would love to hear it personally. Yeah, learn more about it. You know, always. (laughs) So, okay, well, we got through three of them. So we'll have a part two and we'll get through the rest of them. But so far, so good. We didn't have any major fights or arguments. We're still friends. Not yet. I'll meet you after the podcast in the parking lot. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to beat me up. You won't spank your kid, but you'll meet me in the parking lot and beat me up. Okay. I'm going to spray your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Go get your apple cider vinegar ready. Um, That's so funny. Okay. So that wraps us up for today. That was a little stressful, but we got through it. That was also kind of fun to hear how you felt. That was a lot of fun. (laughs) A little, just a little. To sign up (laughs) for life coaching with either Annie or myself or to interact with us directly, you can check us out at thehappymamavillage.com or on our individual websites at rebuildingwithbrian.com and anniemhenderson.com. Uh, The show notes will have our email addresses plus additional information. So be sure to check that out. We would love to hear from you. And to wrap us up today, I'm going to read one of our reviews. It says, together, these women offer inspirational, witty, and down-to-earth parenting skills. I enjoy listening to their podcasts. Okay, mamas, be sure to join us here next week at The Village for part two of Controversial Parenting. See you next time. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Happy Mama Village. If you liked what you heard, please leave us a comment, like, or share, and be sure to join Annie and Brian for next week's episode.